live from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios here in Auburn. My name is Aaron Morse, filling in for Maddie B on this Monday morning. Happy to have on the phone from Pat's Propaganda, Mike Dusso, talking all things New England Patriots. And Mike, what a game yesterday. I, I just when the Patriots won the toss in overtime, I knew at that point it, it was it was gonna go New England's way. Hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that game. I mean, it's just after 18 years of these kind of things, I just I, it's amazing that they're still going on, and they seem like the games just get more and more epic. I mean, that, that's it's just insane. Uh, you know what what a great performance, and I mean, it's just it's it's so impressive to see the 2018 Patriots really uh, just play such great football. I mean, I know it was it was close. Ken Sue was a great team, but these last two playoff games, the Patriots have just been on point pretty much across the board. And that first half, they shut out the Chiefs. Now, obviously, things changed a lot down the stretch, but how about that? I mean, that first half performance by the defense, uh, that was remarkable, wasn't it? I know, and, you, and, you, and I was so nervous about it. Like, it, it almost felt like more nerve-wracking if we, like, maybe if we were down 14-7, I would have been, like, I would have been a little bit more comfortable. But, <laughs> I mean, it's just, you just knew that, that they were going to score some points and that it was going to really come down to the end. And, uh, I mean, it's always, those games always feel like, we score too fast. They score too fast. I mean, defenses just struggle to get stopped at the end of those games. We've seen it. We've been on the winning end of it. We've been on the losing end of it. And uh, like you said, when they won the, the toss in overtime, uh, you had to feel pretty good about their chances. And I mean, I was just amazed they did it without Danny Amendola. Usually, he's the guy making all him and yeah. Edelman are usually the in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, how about Edelman? A couple third and tens, big time conversions over the middle. Tony Romo knew what was coming, but I guess the Chiefs didn't, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, I, I, I mean, didn't everybody on those third and tens? I'm like, and here comes Edelman on, like, you know, on an in cut. I mean, it's, it's we've seen it so many times now, you know, and, and gotta have it huge playoff moments. And I mean, Julian Edelman, I think just uh, you know added to his legend last night. I know there were you know a couple plays that he just dodged a couple bullets that we might be talking about a little bit more. Yeah, it's lost. <laughs> uh, but you know, when it came down to it, Edelman and and you know Gronk with just the bounce back game. Uh, you know, he just really came through, especially with that huge catch down the sideline, which is a little bit reminiscent of the 2015 AFC Championship fourth, you know, fourth down conversion catch that he had. Uh, you know, just to see those guys come through in the clutch after there have been so many up and down moments, uh, it, it was just really cool to see. So, what what do you have planned posted for? Uh, what do you have planned to post here on Pat's Propaganda about the game? What's going to be your angle, kind of? Yeah, I you know I I, I rest a couple hockey games this morning, so I was allowed, <laughs> able to clear my head a little bit. I haven't had a chance to sit down, but uh, you know I'm I'm excited here uh, after I get off with you guys to, to sit down and, and kind of pour out my thoughts because it was just my head was just spinning last night. I just wanted to enjoy it before I tried to really digest. Uh, you know, everything that had happened. I mean, it was just such a crazy game with so many twists and turns in the second half. So, um, you know, just uh, today I just look forward to kind of trying to sort it all out, random thoughts here and there on, on every little thing that, you know, seemed to cross my mind yesterday during the game. And, uh, I mean, I, I still can't believe they're going to the third chase Super Bowl. It's just it's crazy. Rick, oh, go ahead, Coach. I don't think anybody would have predicted it earlier in the season <laughs> when they lost to no, Detroit and, you know. Yeah, well, you know, the thing with that is, is like, I feel like we gave so much value to those those away games that they lost. And, and you know, and, and it was certainly valid. And, you know, going into the into Kansas City, I mean, we were all right to have those questions. But at the same token, I don't think the home Patriots got enough credit this year for how solid of a team they were. I mean, I, I mean, really, it was one of the most balanced Patriots teams we've seen here in a long time, and yes. and they didn't have many injuries really. I mean, and that's really, I mean, when we start every pretty much every Patriots season now, it's like 
tell me who's healthy at the end, and I'll tell you how good their Super Bowl chances are. And, and right now, they're they're stacked. I mean, Brady, Edelman's firing on all the cylinders. Gronk was, you know, rejuvenated. You, Dante Hightower, Kyle Van Noy. I mean, you go right down the line. Um, they're super healthy. And, and like we saw last night, they're one of the best coached teams in the history of the game. And they had a great plan, and they executed it. And even when times got tough, they don't flinch ever. They, you know, stay the course even when they get down. And, I mean, it's just – that's one of the most remarkable traits of, of all these Patriots-Belichick teams is they're just so resilient, and it, it takes, as we saw last night, it's going to take 70 minutes to, you know, to beat them um, because they just, they're so well-prepared and they execute under you know, the most dire of situations. Like looking at the, at the stats from the game, I mean, it's amazing that it was that close, actually. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, the, such the a, uh, first downs so doubled. The time of possession doubled. Can you imagine if Kansas City had had a chance to have the ball more? I know. Yikes. Well, I mean, I really thought it was going to be a big turnover game, and I think that's kind of what prevented it from, you know, you, and I, I'd include that fourth down, Burkhead stop almost as being as being a turnover. And, you know, between the two interceptions, um, you know, especially the one in the end zone where, you, you know, you lost points off the board right there. Um, you know, I, I thought those, when I was, when I was looking iffy, I mean, those were the plays that, that kind of undercut everything sure. that the Patriots did yesterday. And, and it was just a handful of plays. And it was the same thing we saw against the Chargers where you're like, wow, they pretty much played a perfect game except for those four plays. You know, those four plays were the big ones. And, and uh, you know, at the end it was just kind of hold on for, for dear life. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, jeepers, Tom Brady, I mean, what, what a what, what a privilege to just watch that guy play. I mean, it is just remarkable what he has done in the playoffs. And, and, you know, really, I think he's had a stretch from, say, 2009 to, you know, 2013, 2000, right before, you know, the 14th season where he wasn't great in the playoffs, you know. And I think they were always, oh, look at his stats in the playoffs. He's not, you know, but, but I mean, and, and I know his stats didn't look great, you know, when you look at him, I'm looking at him right now where it's, you know, one touchdown, two interceptions. But they're just such a balanced team, and that, I think, opens so much up for Brady. And, uh, you know, he's just been on fire these, you know, last few years in the playoffs against the best teams. And it's uh, – it's it's just adding to his legend at this point. Well, we we take for granted third and ten, three of them. I mean, those are really difficult. Everybody in the place knows what's going to happen, and he still did the job. And Edelman in the middle, and then and then Gronk would. I mean, it just you know to have the confidence to lob that pass down the sideline to Gronkowski, um, you know, who made it uh, again. Just you know that same kind of almost running backwards at that point turns around and scoops it up with his big grunk mitts. But, um, you know, those plays are just, I mean, put those on the Canton highlight reel, you know, where it's, you know, sometimes those will get lost. And, you know, you, you remember just the game-winning kind of stuff. But, I mean, there's been so many of those plays in the Super Bowls, uh, in AFC Championship games, even when they lost, where, you know, they third and fourth downs and backs against the wall. And, again, they just, they don't blink. They're so hard to beat. And uh, they came through again last night in the clutch. You mentioned Edelman adding to his legend. He's a legend. People are talking about Hall of Fame. What are your th- thoughts on that? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I guess it just depends on what your uh, what, what your what your bar is for, for sure. Hall of Fame. But I mean, I think um, I, I mean, I, I think he's got to be able to make the case just given the stages that he's played on. And and I mean, the Patriots probably just don't have us. two more Super Bowls if it's not for Julian Edelman. Um, you know, and I think debating which Patriots go into the Hall of Fame will always. Uh, you know, will always be a great debate because they, they are kind of the quintessential team. And everyone, you know, every year, year after year, for the past two decades, we talk about, oh, they're really not that talented. And it's like, you know, at what point do people realize that it's, it's not really about talent? You know, it really isn't. Um, but I think Julian Edelman with just the number of clutch catches, 
in huge situations. I mean, I mean, you know, catches that, let's face it, are going to, you know, define the future of the NFL. When you look at, you know, the crazy catch he had in Super Bowl 51, when you look at how he comes through time and time again. So, uh, you know, it, that'll be for other people to debate. But uh, I have to say, of all the players not named Tom Brady uh, that have played for the Patriots, I think Julian Edelman, uh, you know, has one of the most remarkable stories to go from, you know, college quarterback to being groomed as, you know, the West Welker replacement to, you know, basically becoming, I, I would say, Tom Brady's favorite receiver of all time. I mean, there's been nobody who's done it longer and in bigger moments than, than Julian Edelman. And he always goes to him when he really needs it. There is no question. Well, and speaking of receivers, I mean, Tyreek Hill had one long catch, but he was basically invisible in that game. What did you see from the Patriots defense that allowed them to actually contain this guy? Because Hill has been so explosive uh, for the Chiefs, you know, throughout the whole season. Sure. Well, I think it was it was uh, you know a fascinating kind of game plan, which I think is um, you know it's kind of common for Belichick defensively uh, to take his number one cornerback and put it put him on their number two receiver, um, as we saw you know a lot with, with Sammy Watkins and, and Gilmore last night, and then and then to double team the one, and I think they try to find their fastest cornerbacks, which uh, Jonathan Jones, Keon Crossan, uh, you know two really fast young guys, uh, and they and they'd always have a safety over the top, and I mean again talk about Belichick's defensive game plans. Don't let them beat you with their strength. Right. You know, you look at Tyreek Hill, one catch for 42 yards, and, and Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, three catches for 23 yards. And, you know, those two guys are the most dangerous guys. And, and you know, and then to not allow the running game to get going. I mean, they certainly, you know, the Chiefs were going to make their plays. You had to know Mahomes was going was gonna to bring them back into it, especially, you know, when it felt like we were winning 21 nothing and it was still 7 nothing. Uh, you know, but I think the defensive plan w- was really good, and I mean, this is that's the re- that's the home defense that we've seen, which is just solid, really top to bottom, front and back. I mean, and, and getting pressure consistently. Trey Flowers and Kyle Van Noy led the way, um, and and you know, on the back end, they were really tight. They gave up a couple plays, but usually they bounce right back from those. And um, it's just they're playing really well. I think they're going to give the Rams uh, everything they can handle if, if they just play this solid team game that they've really put forth a lot this year, except for those few road duds that we saw. Will they break with tradition and give uh, Trey Flowers the kind of probably not the contract he wants, but somewhere in between? Oh, I don't want to get depressed about losing Trey Flowers at this point. I, I feel like I just want to enjoy the next two weeks and know we still got him. But um, you know, it's—I uh, mean—he's everything that the, the Patriots want. You know, in terms of being able to do multiple things, he's just so smart and and technically, uh, you know, so gifted. And, and you can just tell what a, a technician he is. Because um, when he gets those arms locked out on the, on the tackles and the guards, I mean, he's able just to push them right back. I mean, he's so strong. Uh, you just kind of pray that other teams aren't quite sure how to play him, uh, you know, that he fits the Patriots system too well, so he's worth more to the Patriots. Um, but, yeah, as soon as uh, the Super Bowl is over, win or lose, that's probably going to be the first thing on, on my mind for sure, Trey Flowers and what happened. Brady also seems to be having more fun. I don't know what – I mean, he's, he's posting these cheeky things on social media. It just seems like he's having a good time. What do you notice from him in terms of, you know, the enjoyment yeah. level? Because it's not necessarily – I mean, it's, it's all business, but in the same way he's, you know, he's cussing and he's having fun out there, it yeah. seems like. <laughs> yeah, there, it is. It is. It's, uh, it, it, it's fun to watch. I mean, I felt kind of the same way about Gronk afterwards. Like, Gronk almost had, like, a calmness to him that, you know, and just, a, you know, I, they just took such enjoyment out of that win. And, uh, you know, not to say that they, that they haven't in the past, I mean, uh, but there was just, I, I agree, there's something about them, and, and part of me thinks, I know, you know, as we talked, oh, are they underdogs or not? I mean, they, they were on the road, so, I mean, yeah, they, they were underdogs to, to some extent, no matter how you feel about the Patriots, 
Um, you know, and I, and I think that they're kind of embracing that role. You know, I think it's almost a return to how things are, were early in the dynasty when you heard the same kind of things you're hearing now. Well, they're really not that talented. You know, I mean, it's, it's exactly the same. I just, you know, a lot of people have such short-term memories where it's like, you realize you're saying the same thing about these Patriots, that they're not that talented, he doesn't have the weapons, and, you know, I think it just it overlooks that the 2018 Patriots are, you know, their own animal, uh, their own team, and, and, you know, certainly with the guys they have left standing right now, they, they just, they're such a well-balanced team offensively to have Burkhead, White, uh, and Sony Michelle, who's, you know, running like crazy. Uh, it's just what the doctor drew up. I mean, you don't have to lean on Brady. I mean, Brady... Certainly took them down the field and won the game for them, but I mean, a large part of being able to hold Kansas City down was getting Michelle going, and you know, so I think it's it's fun for them. It's an all it's an all team effort, and it's not you know the grind where it used to go into games. And we got to win with Edelman, Gronk, and Brady, and that's pretty much all we got because we don't have a running game. Uh, you know, those games I think were, were stressful, and you know, now I think they're a little bit more back in their comfort zone, uh, and and they're they're playing relaxed. And and we saw it last night; they're just get going to unstoppable mode. It's, it's Crazy to watch. Hey, Mike, uh, I saw on Twitter yesterday uh, when Brady won his first Super Bowl, these things didn't exist. iPhone, Android, Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, Gmail, Uber, oh, Airbnb, <laughs> iTunes sure Store. You, it's unbelievable. I'm sure, guys, I'm sure you guys feel the same way. I mean, in 2001, I mean, my life was completely different. I mean, I was a different, you know, I mean, it, it seems so long ago. Uh, and I just, you know, I'm, I, I lived in Los Angeles for a while. Uh, I certainly know that there's a, a buzz there about the Rams. And, uh, you know, I'm excited and just, you know, to have that kind of everything coming full circle now where, where you know, he gets to see the Rams and, and, you know, potentially maybe his last Super Bowl. I don't want to say that just yet. But, you know, if it was, uh, it, it, it's such a perfect little uh, ending kind of uh, to the narrative. So I love that. I love that aspect of it. And, I mean, it's just it's just remarkable watching you know that this just looks like the same old tom brady we've been watching you know for the last 10 years basically i mean uh, you go back to the early years and it was it was definitely different but you know from 2007 onward it's just brady so comfortable in the pocket picking teams apart um you know it's just it's 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 so much fun to watch and you know i just i just have to laugh at the people who are you know trying to find ways to say oh it's He's not really that good. Oh, it's all Belichick. And, you know, it's just, it's just kind of around and around you go. Um, but at the end of the day, what a football team and, and what a quarterback. Mike, you know, one of the things that I admired when I watched the two games, there isn't any question that it was a bad call against New Orleans. I mean, it's obscene that, they, that there was no call at all. Mm-hmm. But the difference is, and I like Sean Payton, and they, they coached together, actually. He, uh, they lost focus. I thought their yeah. team lost focus. I don't see that happening to the Pats. I'm not saying that they wouldn't have a kind of a gulp and a step back, but they would very quickly pull it together and have their plan restarted and go from there. And that didn't happen with New Orleans. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think this all starts with Belichick and, uh, you know, it, it kind of, it is what it is. And, you know, you get that attitude from him uh, consistently, which, you know, feeds into bad call goes against you. Um, I mentioned, you know, I ref hockey. I ref plenty of hockey games, you know, every weekend. And, uh, and I see it in that sport, too, where the team takes on, the, you know, the attitude of the coach. And when they see the coach melting down about bad calls and things not going their way and the coach is screaming at the referee, the team gets distracted as well instead of, you know, it's something that every team and every sport has to deal with. You get their calls that, you know, are missed. They're bad calls. And, uh, and I think it just speaks to the Patriots generally. 
things go good for them, things go bad for them in the course of the game. They just stay the course and keep playing. And it's just, you know, of all the traits that you see consistently from the Belichick Patriots teams, um, that's what you get. You get a bunch of football nerds who play the full game and they're never truly out of it until the clock ticks zero. And, you know, they're going to play every single play hard no matter what the scoreboard is. And, and that's why you see they rarely ever get blown out. They never fold. Um, and, and last night there were plenty of chances for them to have folded. But they didn't. They hung in there and, and they made the biggest plays at the end. And it, it certainly didn't look like they were going to at, at certain moments. But they're tough. Early thoughts on Rams Patriots because, you know, this was, you know, Brady Mahomes kind of, the you know, the young new guy versus the veteran quarterback. Now we have, because uh, at least the Chiefs had a veteran coach, right, Andy Reid. Now we have the Rams who are truly like, you know, young coach and young quarterback, veteran coach, veteran quarterback. What are your thoughts on this matchup coming up? I mean, I definitely like this matchup a lot more than I liked the Eagles last year. I mean, I think I felt like the Eagles just matched up so perfectly well. Um, I certainly think the Patriots are going to have their hands full, uh, you know, stopping the run. And I think, you know, that that's going to be the big first step because when you saw the Patriots defense play bad this year, it all kind of started because they were getting gashed in the running game. Um, so, you know, and then, and then you look at the receivers, I feel like we can match up pretty well. They obviously know Brandon Cooks. Um, and, and the first thing that kind of pops to my mind was the same thing that pops to my mind going into Kansas City. Uh, the Patriots is just such a physical football team, and I think that's going to be the key against the Rams. Um, you know, we certainly saw the Rams struggle a little bit yesterday. I mean, I, I really question how much, how dependent Jared Goff really is, um, you know, on his head coach to kind of help him read the defenses and know where to go. Um, and, I, and I think the Patriots are going to do a lot of uh, disguise up front, and then we've seen plenty of it, cover zero. I mean, they are not afraid to play any kind of aggressive coverage. So uh, I, I think they're really going to present a lot of chances or challenges for Jared Goff to, you know, kind of dissect what they're doing um, and, you know, not be able to lean on the coach as much. Uh, you know, we saw last night, I think there was one play where the coach, you know, was saying, hey, you couldn't hear me, you couldn't hear me, uh, you know. So I, that, that's something I'd like to exploit. But, look, I mean, anytime you got Ndamukong Sue, uh, and, and Aaron Donald, I mean, those two guys, I mean, they, they're, they're game changers. So the offensive line is going to have to take care of them. That's a huge key. But, you know, again, I think it's a, it's a more of a traditional passing kind of team. They certainly do a bunch of unique stuff uh, that, that will cause problems. But I like the matchup overall definitely much better than I, than I felt against the Eagles last year. you got to stop that running game that's now led by C.J. Anderson, apparently. <laughs> I know. Well, we're, we're from, from 2015, and I was always a fan of his. I always kind of wanted the Patriots to pick him up, um, you know, but between him and Gurley, you know, I mean, that, look, the Chiefs had no running game yesterday, and, and, and that, that was a big reason why the Patriots were able to, to play so well. So um, there's no question. The Rams are going to provide plenty of challenges, um, I, but I'm certainly much more happy to see them than, than I would have been to see the Saints. And, you know, I think the entire country will be rooting against the Patriots oh, in yeah. this oh, game, right? I mean, clean sweep except for New England. <laughs> I mean, like, for, for Patriots fans, how much does it bother, at least maybe you personally, that the rest of the country just absolutely cannot stand the Patriots? Or do you, do you embrace that? <laughs> uh, you know, I just I, I just say sorry. I, 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 it's, just, it's our time. It's our time right now. Yeah. We get to enjoy this. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that the, the next 40 years of my life is going to be spent, you know, God, if we could just make the playoffs. <laughs> I know we're going to be back there soon, but you know, at this point, it's like it's just so amazing. I mean, I, I would hope that there are at least football fans out there that aren't so blinded of you know by their hatred and of being bored with the Patriots winning so much to just appreciate you know 
how hard it is in the NFL to be able to produce this kind of team consistently every year and the faces consistently change. And, you know, we spend so much time going around and around trying to minimize it or say, you know, why it actually isn't that impressive or no, actually it's because every other team stinks, you know, it's like <laughs> that kind of stuff. It's like, just, just bite the bullet and admit that they're really good. And they're just, the organization is the model for the rest of the NFL. There you have it. He's Mike Dusso from Pat's Propaganda. Follow him on Twitter at Pat's Propaganda. Check out the website, patspropaganda.com. Looking forward to your post soon, Mike, and thanks so much for joining us here on the B-List. Thanks, guys. I'm going to jump into it right now.